Hi, everybody. Lee Scott here. Thank you for watching and or listening to this week's episode of Leading with Lee, where we're on here where we talk about life, leadership, and legacy. And we want to help you realize that every person has a capacity and level of leadership because we want to help you discover the leader within. So I want to first acknowledge that this is a special episode of Leading with Lee because generally I don't do very uh, current event topics when I talk about things here on leading. But today I want to take some time out to talk about something that is happening in our world that is really making a huge difference right now and has the whole globe's attention on it as it relates to what's happening in the country of Ukraine. So we're going to talk about Ukraine today and talk about all the factors that are playing a role in what's happening. If you have not done it yet, go and subscribe to Leading with Lee on all podcasting platforms and here on YouTube. But today I want to jump in real quick um, and talk about this. But before I really, really get into the subject, uh, let me give you my definition of leadership because I want to give you context from which I'm coming and context and why I'm going to talk about this today. So my leadership definition is I believe that leadership is seeing something that has not happened yet and taking people, personal processes, and organizations in that, in that direction. Leadership is seeing something that has not happened yet and taking people, personal processes, and organizations in that direction. So let's talk about what's happening right now. As all of us know right now, we're, we're seeing um, Russia take action against the nation of Ukraine. President uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin uh, in the last few weeks has stated that he wants to invade this country because several reasons. And I let me be very clear. I don't claim to be an expert on this topic, but I am politically engaged and I do follow a lot of world politics. So I'm just going to kind of give my opinion about it. Uh, but don't quote me as a source. Please go and research. Please go read articles. Please go and listen to journalists. Please go and listen to authorities on this particular topic because I don't claim to be one. But I am talking about this today just from my perspective. And this is totally my opinion as it relates to the topic. But uh, as I was saying, uh, President Putin, Vladimir Putin, is uh, taking aim at the nation of Ukraine currently. He, over the last few weeks, has ratcheted up uh, his attacks as it relates to this nation because he claims that uh, there have been attacks made against Russia in the last few weeks. Now, we know uh, if you look at reports and seen a variety of things, we come to know that this is uh, him trying to reclaim some of the former Soviet Union territories because he is somebody who wants to restore Russia to its former glory. And we understand that to be true. Now, Ukraine is a country that's been formed and been uh, a nation for over 25 years since the end of the fall of the Soviet Union uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s, they have been a democratic country. They have had tons of elections. They have their own military. They have all these different things. Now, what they are not a part of is this organization called the uh, uh, North Atlantic Treaty Organization. And Russia 
is having some issues with just the consideration of them being involved. And it has caused so many things to happen. As we know, in the la- over the last few weeks, and even this week, the United States under President Biden has released sanctions against the nation of Russia, and it's affecting their economy. It's causing um, them not to be able, to have, be able to have access to oil. A lot of people have not been able to have access to their funds and their money. Um, it's causing a lot of Uh, things to happen across the world. Even countries that are neutral, like Switzerland, has gotten involved and said, we're going to cut off uh, the Russian people from this. And uh, and we're going to talk about the Russian people separately from Putin. But this has affected a lot of things in our world. And it's causing a lot of the the West and a lot of people that are connected to the North Atlantic Treaty Organization or NATO to get involved and even nations at large to respond to what is happening in Ukraine. And this is not the first time this has ever happened in our world, but this is a thing that everybody's talking about right now. And I want to take some time today to talk about uh, this subject because I think there's something interesting that's happening among the Ukrainian people, but there's also a push to recognize some of the things that have been happening globally in moments of crisis. Today, my subject I want to use is courage. Courage. I want to talk about courage today, the crisis in Ukraine. I want to talk about courage. And I have a few points to share with you. And I hope that you are inspired to take some courageous action in your life. And I know this is a very current event type episode, but I'm going to talk in general, but I am going to continue to talk about this issue. But I want to give you a few points. My first point today is it takes a lot to be courageous. You know, we're in an environment right now where people's literal lives are at stake every single day because of what's happening on the country of Ukraine. And it's something that's happening around the world. People are literally living in constant crisis. The World Health Organization, which is a international organization that addresses a lot of issues, uh, said that almost one billion people around the world are forced to survive on less than one dollar a day. Approximately 1.6 billion do not have access to electricity. 884 million do not have access to clean water. There's approximately 2.2 billion children worldwide with one billion of them living in poverty. So that's literally half of children around the world are living in poverty. That's wild. That's unbelievable. And then it says that 640 million children live without adequate shelter and more than 100 million children around the world are considered street children. So with all these things happening around us, we can become discouraged by the realities of what's happening. And we can become overwhelmed and feel as if we can't contribute and make a big difference. But there are people who are stepping out of themselves and saying, I'm going to overcome and do something significant that actually propels the people in my nation forward, but also moves me in a place of courage. There's some women that I wanna mention that are doing some work on the continent of Africa. We know this to be true, that the continent of Africa is the youngest continent in the world. 
with over 2.2, with nearly 2 billion people on the continent at large, we are seeing that there has a great opportunity for development. Most of that continent is under the age of 40 years old. And, and that is a significant thing in what's going to, how they can transform the future. But there's a few women that have come into the tech space and decided, hey, we're going to be an answer and try to bring our continent and bring areas of our continent into new technologies and new opportunities. There's a few women that I want to uh, mention today, and I hope I don't miss, uh, mispronounce their name. So I hope that you'll forgive me for this, but uh, there's a young woman by the name of Odun Ayo Iwan Nije. Oh, excuse me. I think her last name is uh, In Inai. I'm sorry. Forgive me if I mispronounced your name. I'm sorry, but but she is a tech superstar on the continent. And there's another woman, uh, El Loho Omani. These two women are part of some of the, the, the women who are really making a big difference on the continent. And Odan Ayo and uh, Iloho are doing everything they can to make a big difference on the continent of Africa. They are starting new projects. They are, are, are building in the midst of an environment where this continent has been constantly ravaged by war and this continent has been constantly ravaged by disease and different things like that and being under-resourced and after centuries of being pillaged and taken away from about their natural resources now they're starting to move forward in some ways that they need to move forward and these young women in the midst of sexism in the midst of intersectionality that's happening on the continent they are being at the forefront of making a difference and transforming the lives of people around the globe and specifically on the continent of Africa. Why is this relevant to you? Because you may not live on the continent of Africa. If you do, thank you for listening. You may not live in Ukraine, but if you do, thank you for listening. But you might be thinking about or thinking to yourself, how in my life can I be courageous? What does it take for me to actually step out of myself and do something significant? Some of you need to start really by having some courageous conversations. Some of you might need to start engaging in some ways that actually will move you forward because you are trying to get whole and healed and be better in life. Could it be that the reason why you are not seeing the, the greatest movement is because of your unwillingness to take a chance on yourself? You've got to take some chances. You got to be willing to push beyond what is okay or what you have seen happen over and over again because it takes a lot of courage to stand up. It takes a lot of courage to say, I'm not going to be a statistic. I'm not going to be a byproduct of where I come from. I'm going to move beyond. There are going to be people that hear this, uh, this episode that right now you are in crisis whether it be with your family, whether it be with resources, whether it be with their connections, whatever it is, you are in crisis. And I'm in, I am here to encourage you that it does take a lot to be courageous, but you can do it because I believe my second point, that courage comes from the soul. It comes from deep within you. It comes from the depths of your soul. 
studies have shown that a certain part of the brain is activated when we engage in courageous acts. There's this phrase that they use uh, to describe this is it's called subgenial anterior cingulate, excuse me, cortex. Okay. And it says it keeps this part of the brain well exercised and it is key to overcoming your fear. Most importantly, it, courage is not the absence of fear. So in other words, it has to come from deep within because the, the reality is it, you are, it is not absent of you being afraid. It is not absent of you feeling as if you can't do it. Because here's the reality. You have to be courageous in spite of what you feel. I, I, I don't share this often, but as a kid, I was very afraid. I was very fearful. I used to sleep with a nightlight. I used to uh, be very afraid at night. I used to always be afraid that somebody was going to snatch me or something was going to happen to me. I used to walk around very, very, very fearful. I used to walk around very, very timid and, and I wouldn't stand up and I wouldn't speak out and I wouldn't do things because I was so afraid of being myself and so afraid of taking a chance and so afraid of actually pushing beyond what I felt. And many of us are dealing with that. Many of us have, have trauma and things that we have experienced that has caused us to draw back. But there are so many times in my life that I can look back and see that, you know what? I had to be courageous in that moment. No one else is gonna step up. No one else was gonna say yes. No one else was going to take a chance. No one else was going to actually do it. And I had to step up because I was the only one that was willing to say yes. Could it be that the situations that you are in right now can only change as a result of you saying yes, of you taking a chance, of you saying, I'm going to be courageous in this moment. I'm going to be like the people in Ukraine right now who are standing up to autocracy and standing up to authoritarianism and saying, hey, this is our country. This is our land. This is where we are. And I don't know if you I don't know if you think you can just come in here and do what you want to do, but we're going to stand up to you because we realize that we might be afraid. We might lose some stuff, but we are willing to stand up because of what we believe, which leads me to my last point, And I'm going to be out of here and get you out of here is that courage comes with a price. We have seen this happen over and over and over throughout our history. If we look at Rwanda in the 90s, if we look at uh, what, what happened in Kosovo and Bosnia, and we see what happened in Tiananmen Square in the 1980s, how young people stood up against the Chinese government. We saw what was happening in, in different parts of the world. We can see this happen over and over and over again, even in recent memory, what, what has happened in Hong Kong and what has happened in Taiwan and what's happened in Myanmar, what has happened over and over around the world. People are standing up because of what they believe. And it's interesting as we have been talking specifically about Ukraine right now, as I'm speaking right now, Ukraine, the president, President Zelensky has pulled together troops, and he's done something, which I find even more interesting, 
they have assembled people from 18 to 60, <laughs> have gotten involved and asked them, celebrities and different individuals gotten involved and, and decided, hey, we're going to defend our country. We're going to defend our homeland. We're going to defend what is ours, what is rightfully our territory. People have left their jobs and said, hey, we're going to fight on behalf of our nation because we don't like what's happening. From 18 to 60, even I saw a video the other day that a man that was 80 years old was willing to get out there and fight for his country because he wanted to push back against tyranny. He wanted to push back against the, the thought process of trying to overcome or take over their land. And many of us are dealing with this in a different way. We're dealing with people trying to encroach or situations trying to encroach or circumstances trying to encroach upon our ability to stand up and be who we say we want to be. And we have to make a decision that I'm going to have to pay the price of having courage. Even speaking again about President Zelensky, President Zelensky has been asked if he wanted to leave. And there was a recent video of him standing literally in Kiev with, with different individuals within his leadership and saying, hey, we're not leaving. Hey, we're not leaving until our country is safe and our people are safe. And it's not only happening in Ukraine, but even young people in Russia right now are protesting the action of Vladimir Putin. They're saying, sir, you are doing something that we don't agree with and we think you are wrong. And they're risking their lives. They're risking their money. They're risking being put in prison. They're risking all these things because they believe this crisis is unnecessary. My question for you is, will you be willing to pay the price for what you believe? Are you going to be willing to stand up in moments where there are individuals who are trying to encroach upon what you say and what you think matters? It doesn't matter where you are in the world. Are you going to be willing to stand up for something? Because that takes courage. What crisis does, it reveals who is actually courageous and who actually believes that what is happening can change. And my question for you is, are you going to do whatever it takes to make sure that people know where you stand on the issue? It may not be you going outside protesting, but it may be you changing relationships. It may be you getting different friendships. It may be you, you stop watching certain things or you stop going certain places or you actually start reading certain things or you actually engage with people in a different way. It may be a variety of things for you. It may be a different thing for anybody that's listening or watching this. But the fact of the matter is you're going to do whatever is necessary because you believe that is worth it. I believe it's worth it for us. And, and I'm an American. I don't know who all will listen to this. But, but as an American, I think it's worth it for us to stand with the Ukrainian people. Just as, as we stand with folks around the world who are being disenfranchised in their countries. Just as we stand with people around the world who have experienced so many crises just because of who they are. We have to stand with them. We have to combat the idea that people cannot exist just because of the color of their skin or who they are, or where they come from. We can't do that. We have to stand up. 
against individuals that try to tell us that we can't be who we say we want to be. And in this moment, I'm asking you to stand up in your own life. I'm asking you to stand up and say, no, I, I, I won't give up. I won't, I won't step back. I won't allow anyone to tell me that I can't do something. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to start the business. I'm going to be a good parent. I'm going to apply for the loan. I'm going to make the connection. I'm going to build the relationships. I'm going to have the conversation with the individual I need to have the conversation with because it takes courage. It takes courage. When I was a kid afraid of the dark, I started, my dad would always make me say something. I do not have a spirit of fear. I can't be afraid. My dad would make me say it over and over and over and over and over again. And eventually, I start making moves and start taking steps of in the midst of my fear because I believed that I could do something different. I hope that you were inspired today and I hope that you will stand with the people of Ukraine and all people that have been affected by other nations or just other people in general trying to overtake them, whether they're ethnic minority group, whether they're people uh, uh, who, who are dealing with stuff where they're fighting to protect their sexual orientation, all, all these different things, no matter what it is, I hope that you have the courage to stand up in your own life, to say, I'm going to do what is necessary to be courageous. Have a great day, y'all, and let's get started. Thank you for watching and or listening to this week's episode of Leading with Lee. If you have not done it yet, subscribe on YouTube and all podcasting platforms. If you want to get more information and connect with me, visit me at www.leascott.com or follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lee A. Scott II or Lee A. Scott II. So thank you for watching. Much love and let's get started.